0: Gus lives up now in Jamaica Plain, right? That's where his apartment is. And he's been commuting down for missional communities. been commuting down for meals with people. He's been commuting down for church. And after a point, feeling like, I think I need to find something that's closer to where I live now. And so there's, you said there's four churches you're planning on, like praying your way and visiting your way through. So we're praying for God to plant him in the place. He's one of our arrows. <laughs> and this Raposo, one of our proposal family uh, is one of our arrows to Missouri. Um... And so I just I picked this passage for you. I wanted to read this for you, and, and then this week happened. And so I don't know if this might be just for all of us. So listen with an ear to whether this is God speaking to us in our church conversation that we're considering. Please, as you guys, as we will bring up and pray over you after, please hear these words. This is how Jesus does this thing. He sends out his people. He does not hoard his people. Jesus did not try to get the biggest following and get them in the same spot and leave them there. He mentored and then he sent out, even if they weren't ready. They would become ready and he would make them ready and his spirit would go before them. So you are equipped perfectly for where God's going to place you. And we've been a small part of that, which is our joy. But we're not trying to hoard All our favorites we're willing to let you go we're willing to let God lead you and know there'll be beautiful things for you so this is for you this is Luke chapter 10 and I just can't help but know and feel like well God also knew that we would be considering where he's sending us whether it's here or whether it's another place and so please just I'm gonna say a prayer and then let's read the Word of God together Holy Spirit, as you coordinate, as you lead, as you guide, we want to know what is your mind? What are your loves? What are your desires for us whom you inhabit and that you want to motivate and equip and give gifts to and give visions to and give opportunities to? We are open to your moving spirit. Jesus, please send us wherever to our families to our dining room tables with our children send us to our workspaces and within the context of corporate worship just send us to the people that you want to hear your good news equip us jesus in jesus name amen all right luke chapter 10 this is not the 12 notice this is 72 so it's actually kind of like more indicative of a larger church body. It's not just the apostles. They were not the only ones sent out. Jesus did this with all his closest followers. It says, After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. This is the preparation Jesus is about to show up somewhere and do something and he sends his people ahead. This is exactly what you just said. So if God does lead us to a taunt or someplace, he's going ahead. He's sending us to prepare a place for him. He sends his disciples to spread the good news. He says, I'm about to go do something there. And I want my people boots on the ground so that when I show up, we can get to work. This is a wonderful, a wonderful description of our faith. If we stop right there and say, what's your faith? The Lord sends me out ahead into the places that Jesus wants to come. <sighs> that means every conversation you're being sent out, can, can you like see if there's an opening for the Lord and then get out of the way? Because he sent you there, so that's part of our calling. Missouri, like Jesus wants to do something in your neighborhood with your neighbors and the church you'll be in and the Christian school you may have the privilege to work in and your job sites with your kids. and like, He's looking to make inroads, so he's planting some people there. To make a plane. You're in that place for a reason. And the church that you go to will need you and the thoughts you bring, the questions you bring, the gifts that you bring, the relationship that you bring. But you're also going there trying to pave a way for Jesus. You're not just trying to find your destination. You're, we're not trying what's well, good for us. Like, where is Jesus trying to get? And who is he sending out as like the advance guard to pave the? I just love that. He sent them out together, they were by twos into Every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. This is the arrows going out instead of the arrows going in. I pray that you will go out. I want to equip you. I shared with you just last week before I even knew any of this was happening that I hope this year would be one of us going outward more. And can I help equip you? And like our whole church structure revolving around what are the people that God's going to put you with and how can you serve? like... That's what God's doing. He's trying to send us out. It doesn't matter where our building is per se. It just matters that we recognize that we are being sent out. And I'm praying earnestly for every one of you in addition to me that we will be sent out to bring in the harvest. But he says, be careful. And this is where our discernment comes in. Go your way. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. It will not be safe. It will not be easy. You will be attacked. It will be hard. So anticipate that. Don't just say, oh, everything went easy, so it must be the will of God. Sometimes you go where it calls you, it's the hardest thing you've ever done. And you say, ah, it must be the will of God, because this is unreasonably difficult. So, someone must be opposing me, and there are spirits of this age and plenty of things that Satan will throw our way in forms of our own temptation, our own moral failings that will just undermine our ability to proclaim the gospel clearly and with a clear conscience. Like, there's a million ways. So, expect it. Expect it. Expect things to be hard when they're invested in for the kingdom because Jesus paved that way. He walked a hard road filled with beauty and a hard end that resulted in life. Like, this is what we should expect here. Again, this is not building specific. This is not mastery, But when you're sent out by the Lord, it won't be easy. Don't just say, this went well, and so therefore God blessed it. You say, we're convinced of what the Holy Spirit said. Bring good, bring bad, bring whatever. We're, we're going to be there for it. Same for you. Discerning the difficulties that we experience. He said, carry no money bag. Carry no knapsack, carry no sandals, greet no one on the road. He's like, Don't worry about bring all your belongings, don't worry about everything that you've gotten that you need, preparing yourself, just go. I'll give you the things along the way that you need. So you don't yet know what jobs will look like, or schools will look like you don't yet know what uh, church you'll be a part of. But as you go, your needs will be met from the places you are. You don't need to pile all of your possessions up and put them in a big sack so that if things get hard, you can rely upon yourselves. You go. And then God provides as you go. And that's what he did. He said, whatever house you enter, so now they go to these places and these towns, whatever house you enter first, you say, peace be to this house. Like you bring a gospel of peace. God is reconciling the world to himself. He's not counting men's sin against him. He brings peace to the broken heart and he sets the captives free. That's our Jesus. So you bring that peace. You speak it over that place. Jesus loves you. And if a son of peace or a person of peace is there, so someone who's like, I hear you. That's what I want. I knew it. Something like that. Like it just clicks in their spirit. Like they catch that vision for the gospel. They want it. They crave for it. Then your peace will rest upon them. You've now taken someone under your wings in this gospel evangelistic ministry. You're sharing your peace. You're bringing. You're being people of peace. Peace Peacemakers. Not just peace lovers and peace wanters. Peace enjoyers. Peacemakers. You make peace where there is no peace. But if not, if the person doesn't respond to you, let it return to you. And I kind of feel like, well, that's a building. I'm waiting. If there's no peace in this place, we'll take it back and we'll bring it someplace else. We've got that peace. But we're going to walk into the house and say, peace be upon this house, ton. And see what the, what the Lord says back. When you go to your places, you bring peace. And if it's not meant to be in a place, look someplace, look around. Fine, because he's sending you there on purpose. If not, he will return to you. So remain in that place eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Don't go around from house to house. like. Be planted. We've been planted in this place by God's grace for 35 years. I feel like that honors the Lord. We're not just in a place to get a better place, or in a place and trying to like find... Like We're planted. We're a rooted people. We understand that. This building wasn't here and now it is here and we've loved it and and lived in it and served out of it for 35 years. Well, the building not quite as long, but that's that's what he wants. Stay in that place where you can keep enjoying and ministering and God will provide. So whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what's set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, you reading this with me? The kingdom of God has come near to you. Not, come over here, come check out the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God has come near to you. Bring the kingdom of God near to the people that you'll be around. Bring the kingdom of God near to people. Around a dining room table, walking the dog down the street. Like, you know, talking after school. Like, bring the kingdom of God near. That's what Jesus told his disciples, all his followers, to go out and do. And that's a beautiful thing when someone feels the kingdom of God came near to us today. Verse 10. But whenever you enter a town, they do not receive you. Go into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off against you. Kick the dust off your feet. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. Like Everybody, God tried to break in here and you refused. Just saying, you know, like, state the truth. The kingdom of God did come near. You just did not open your arms to it. I tell you, it would be more bearable on that day for Sodom, kind of like the most evil city of the Old Testament history, than for that town refusing the gospel. So, woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. If the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, They would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more bearable in the judgment for these pagan cities, Jesus is talking about, than for you, cities of Israel. And you will you be exalted to heaven? No. You'll be brought down to Hades. So the one who hears you hears me, Jesus says. And the one who rejects you rejects me, Jesus says. And the one who rejects me rejects him who sent me, Jesus said. So the 72 return with joy. This is like a conclusion of the story. It's exciting. They come back and they're excited saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he says, you know, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I've seen his downfall, Jesus is saying. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, That the spirits are subject to you. But here's the kicker. This is two weeks ago sermon, I think. But rejoice that your names are written in heaven. If we are more excited about a property than we are about our relationship with Jesus, it will fail. If we are more excited about like a cafe than we are about the glory of God, we got no business doing it but that's what the sermon was a couple of weeks ago how can we bring you glory let the world see our good works so that we can glorify our father in heaven if he can give us a place where we can glorify him bring it on but if we're wanting something more than we're wanting him all we need is him and we need his glory and so you great, you do miracles you lay hands on, you're healing the sick, you're raising the dead that excitement should pale in comparison to the fact that your name is written in the book of heaven you are saved. You are delivered. God is your God and my God. And oh, by the way, miracles are around us because the kingdom of heaven is near, right? Like, put it in perspective. And so he does. They came back excited because he had done great things, which he had done. And he's just like, put it in the right order, keep yourself focused, recognize who you are and whose you are. And so Jesus sets them straight. We would do well to think about this as we, uh, as we think about new homes, as we think about new churches, as we think about church locations. Are we rejoicing that our names are written in heaven and everything else is just gravy? <laughs> then beautiful. God can do a lot with that. But we need to, we need to test our own hearts to make sure. In that same hour, Jesus prays, and he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit. So he was very excited about what's happening. He rejoicing in the Holy Spirit. He says, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding, but revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, that was your gracious will. It isn't just because we know a lot or can think a lot that God does things. He reveals the hidden things to those who are simple before Him. All things have been handed over to me, Jesus says, by my Father. And no one knows who the Son is except the Father, or who the Father is except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. And then turning to His disciples... He said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you, many prophets and kings desired to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And to hear what you hear, but did not get to hear it. So like, just recognize the role you're playing in history, Jesus is saying. People looked forward to this day. You're getting to enjoy this. And behold, a lawyer stood up and he put him to the test. And he said, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said, well, what's written in the law? How do you understand it? And the, the lawyer responded, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength and with all of your mind and then love your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, you've answered correctly. Do this and you will live. You will have life. You will be alive. You'll experience eternal life. But he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, well, then who's my neighbor? And Jesus goes on to talk about the Great Samaritan. So I'll read this parable to close and then just ask us to take a moment to think about the things that God has said to us before we pray. Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and then departed, leaving him half dead. Now, by chance, a priest was going down the road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And so, likewise, a Levite, when he came to that place and saw the beaten man, he passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. And he went to him, and he bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, And then he set him on his own animal, and he brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him. And whatever more you spend, I'll repay you when I come back. So Jesus said, Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And he said, Well, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, You go and do likewise. Go and bring the compassion of Christ to the broken people that you encounter. Go and bring the love of Christ and the compassion of Christ to the people who are in need and don't judge them based on who they are or where they come from. You'll be the outsiders in this new location, right? But that's the Samaritan. He didn't care that he didn't belong. He didn't care that he was an outsider. He saw a need. You may be Samaritans in a foreign land, but stop when you see the people that need you. You are gifted in that. You will do this. I have witnessed you over the last year and a half meet needs love people preach the gospel just like go at it with fervor in this new place you will be walking by people that will need it and are broken down and beaten down and god will use you in that way and use your children in that way i know that and gus i know for a fact that god has done a work in you these last couple of years that is unique in your entire life it was not this way for before with you the way it is now with you in jesus So you need to not be the way you were before either. You need to really take ownership of that and say, well, who has God made me to be? He put you in this little pocket to be blessed by the Williams and that missional community and to be in a relationship with the music team and serve home and all these things so that you would become the person that you are right now in this season of equipping so that he can take that newly formed you and put you someplace where you're going to be needed to use those gifts, where you're going to be stretched out of your comfort zone, where uh, you're going to be used by God. That's why he's doing this, and he will do this, and you're ready. You absolutely can handle it. He's with you, and he is calling you, and that's a beautiful thing. So take those encouragements to heart. I I know those to be true. I I just know that that is what God has for both of you, both of your families respectively. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for the calls that will come. Be Like, you're never going to believe. I'm like, I know, this is amazing. Tell me more. It's going to be great. Um, But as with everything, we send people out with prayer. We lay hands on. We pray for the Holy Spirit to carry you forward. So I'm going to ask someone, maybe Michelle, can you grab? We need some Reposo kids to come upstairs to be prayed over and the other kids to come and pray for them. So if you could grab all the children from downstairs and um, I'll say a word of prayer over the scripture that we just read. That'll give them a moment to come up. And then I'll invite you all to come forward and anybody in the church that is willing and able to come up and lay hands on it and commission you to some future mission fields, but let's just settle in the word for a moment. Heavenly Father, may your Spirit rest upon us, not for our benefit, but for your glory. May you make your own name great. And may you equip. May you inspire and may the sense of calling be very real for every one of us in whatever decisions are before us. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would bring new life and new fruit into us and that you would send us out to share, to bear more fruit and to give it away the things that you're producing in us. So, Jesus, I pray that you would keep teaching us what it means to be sent out the same way you sent out the 72 and continue to prepare and equip us for it and send us into all the places you want to go so we may go and pave the way and and proclaim and herald you uh, and then have you show up in your glory uh, to prove that you are who you say you are. Thank you for your word, Father, and pray that these words would continue to speak to us even after this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Reposo family, please come up. Gus, please come forward. And anyone can pray from your seats, that's fine. But all who feel comfortable are led to come up and lay some hands on our our friends here. Uh, Please do. Please do. Right here, brother. You you're probably not praying at all. You can so you can be eating the whole time. It's fine. <laughs> We're the ones that are praying. We can't have our mouths full. Yeah, we love you guys so much. So bittersweet. Yay, God. Nah. <laughs> all right. Let us. Pray you forward to what God already has prepared for you. I'll start, and then just anyone at any time, pray as the Spirit leads you. Jesus, 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 Jesus. We love you, we love you, we love you. And these, your children that are going to new places. we've seen your love in them I'm trying to hold it together here mommy you gotta give me a minute we've seen your love in them so we know by that fruit that your spirit is within them because we've seen it so I just pray Jesus that you would never leave them or forsake them and that the places they go would be inspiring filled with many 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 God stories that just can only be attributed to you Give them great fruit. Give them great joy. Bless them to all the places you take them. We pray it in your name.
1: Heavenly Father, we rejoice in our friends that being being led by your Spirit. We pray for safety for them. We pray, Lord, that we will hear from them from time to time how you're working in their lives. And how they're building the kingdom where they're being directed to go. And we just thank you. I hope they know how much we really love them. And I pray it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
2: Heavenly Father, I thank you for the revolters and the time that they've been here and the great friends that they've been.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm gonna miss them so much, but Lord just give them travel mercies on their way out. It's a long stretch. And, and have their house be prepared for them when they get there, that everything will be the way it should be and that there's no extra surprises when they get there. Hmm. And Lord, just help them to find a community church that they can be involved in. Such good workers and that's a that, that heart for them. And I just pray that you help them to fulfill that out there. And just help them know how much we love them and how much we're going to miss them and, and the kids so, so much. And I just pray, a little that we do keep in touch and we get um, to talk to each other. I, I love that we could FaceTime, you know, and actually sit in the big grow with the kids. So just protect them and um, keep them from any harm on their way there. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, I lift Gus up to you as he goes on his way to Boston, Lord, and Heavenly Father, I just thank you for his time here, Lord, and just, I'm so grateful for the, so many awesome, quiet conversations we've had over the years, and I just thank you for the wisdom that this young man brings to just our church and our family, Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that you'll be with him as he finds a new place, and in the city, Lord, that You'll help him settle in and find his people, Lord. In Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord, I pray just for um, Sam and John and their family and for us that um, any type of reservations that they you know may have or worries or just sadness that you completely replace it with just joy
1: and
0: excitement. Mm-hmm. And yes, please. And
2: the gifts that they have brought to this church just go along with them, Um, thinking of Gus and Jamaica Flame and just the adventure of
1: that all and the excitement.
2: It's been so great getting to know him and his unique gifts, Um, and uh, so thankful that um, John and Sarah, um, the kids have
0: been blessed with them as their parents, That, that is a complete
1: blessing for them.
2: And as they trust in you, Lord, the whole your family,
1: the your yeah. children trust in their decisions um,
2: that they make for them during this time. And I just um, pray that you bless all situations that they're in where they go.
1: Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. Up. Okay. That's-